Warning. What follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem. I'm Nick. And I'm Zach. Welcome to Weird and Feared, a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world. I'm all right. Yeah, I'm here. Are you excited? Are you excited? Yeah, I guess this brand new this brand new year is ahead of us. 2021. Yeah. Here we go. Let's get into it. Because everything before was not good, but when the calendar switched, everything's going to be good now. That's what I've heard, right? That's I, what I we're going with. Hope so. Yeah. That's what I'm going with. All right. Sure. Well, we're gonna go. On, we're gonna go on a little trek. Sometimes we go on treks here. You know, we go on little journeys, little adventures when we tell each other stories that the other one does not know about beforehand. Right. So yep. let's um let's go on a trek. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Japan. All right. Cool. All right. I've esta- I've established the where. What if I told you there's also a when? Two thousand years ago. Whoa. Okay. You're twenty one. Oh shit. <laughs> That's crazy. All right, well, Emperor Wu of the Chinese Han Dynasty arrived on the Oga Peninsula, and he brought along with him five bats. These bats performed duties and worked at the behest of the emperor, which you might be wondering what kind of tasks could a bat do since, you know, it's just a bat. bats. Yeah, they're bats. I don't know. Chicken of the cave, I believe I've said before. Correct. And, you know, as I was mentioning, the uh, Chinese emperor who brought bats to Japan, considering our current environment, (laughs) I don't really want to dwell on that too much because, I mean, he he didn't those um, those bats were not they didn't have any 19s attached to them. I'm just going to throw that out there as far as far as we know. But, uh, yeah, he had bats that worked for him, and we established, you know, just bats. Well, what if I told you that these bats were actually demons? Oh. Oh, eh. All right. Okay. So the demons can do stuff. We've established in conversations before, demons can do stuff. It would make more sense why these bats had jobs. Right. They They were were demons. They were were working-class bats. Employed, employed bats. All right, well, either they were always demons or became demons after reaching the island. It doesn't really matter. We don't care about that. They're demons. Who may or may not have been bats. 
always, sometimes, anyways. Mm-hmm. You know how these things go. Right. They're demons. Imperial demons. Now, these imperial demons had been out looking for a magical elixir that would make a mortal man immortal. So, I mean, being an emperor, you know, emperors would have interest in such things. Correct. Uh, well, turns out this kind of work wears on a demon. <clears throat> you know, looking for an elixir. So, anyways, the demons, the demons were like, hey, boss. Their boss, of course, again, we established being the emperor. Um, mm-hmm. The boss emperor, their emperor. They were like, hey, boss, we do a lot of stuff for you and bust our asses for you. We're real working class, regal monsters. Grateful to be in your employ. Would you mind giving us a day off? I don't know. Maybe around the first full moon night of the year? You know, again, so we can chill and recharge our batteries. Cut loose. Cut loose. Do do some demon shit. Do some demon shit. Absolutely. Recharge those demon batteries. Oh, batteries? Interesting. That wasn't on purpose. These demon bats might have demon batteries. Interesting. Interesting. Hmm. But yeah, they're gonna they're gonna let it rip. Let their wings soar. Or, you know, like you said, do do demon shit. Whatever demons do. <clears throat> now this date worked out to be the fifteenth day of the first lunar cal calendricular year. I promise that's a word. Okay. The, uh, oh, I believe it was a year, and I thought it was a li- what a long way to say, calend- calendricular. Anyways. Calendricular. Calendricular. Year. <clears throat> the 15th day of the first lunar calendricular year. The emperor said, yeah, that sounds pretty reasonable. You guys are great. All right. So there it was. Yeah, all right. The demons got their day of rest. A day to recharge their batteries. And how did these demons recharge their batteries? What kind of... I mean, yeah. I I don't know what a demon does to, you know, kick back and unwind. It can't be good. Um, I'm going to tell you. This would classify as demon shit. The, uh... By taking up residence in the mountains the two peaks of Hansen and Shinzon respectively, and descended upon the local villages to steal crops, livestock, and women. You know, demon shit. Yeah. All right, well, these creatures were very monstrous in appearance, with big eyes, menacing growls, with tusk-like fangs and horns covered in straw clothing. They terrorized the villagers. Now, as you can imagine, this experience, again, they were being terrorized, was not very pleasant for said villagers. They were not having a good time. I can't imagine they would be. No. Um, What recharges a demon's batteries may drain those of a mortal man and woman, especially if you're being kidnapped and taken into the mountains by a horde of demonic bat things. So yeah, these uh, these residents were in a bind. So they mustered up all the courage they had and decided to attempt to negotiate with these things. Work out a deal, maybe. Art of the of deal? Course. Art of the demon deal? Hmm. Huh. Now, 
The villagers wagered that the beasts would be unable to construct a 1,000-step staircase from the village to a high shrine, or a peak of Mount Shinzen, or from the sea to the mountain's peak. You know, depending on the legend, it's, you know, building a 1,000-step staircase from the basically, you know, surface level or the ocean to a shrine in the mountains or to the peak of the mountains. Okay. And I mean... This really does sound like a, a negotiate. Whenever people negotiate with demons, they always think of these crazy things to try and trick these demons. How would you build a thousand step staircase, demon? But you can't do that. And demon's like, I guess we'll challenge see. accepted. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Bet you right, I can. So, yeah, I bet you I can. So yeah, they challenge them to build a one thousand step staircase from you know from below to above, um, before the sun rose the following day. The demons being experienced from working for the emperor doing empire stuff, thought this would be a breeze and accepted the deal. If they were able to complete the staircase, the villagers would give them their women. Varying stories surrounding this arrangement lay out specific payment plans about how they would get the women, but the core concept is the same. If they succeed, they got the girls, maybe even their pick of crops and animals to devour. If they fail, they would have to leave the village forever. Some stories have them negotiating with the demons. Others have the, um, you know, residents negotiating with the emperor on behalf of the demons because he kind of controls the demons. You know, some mm-hmm. stories take parts out. Some keep them in, you know. But, I mean, the, the, you, you're, you're getting the gist of the idea, the gist of this concept here. All right, so... These ogres got to work and worked throughout the night they did. If the villagers, of course, the ogres being the demons. If the villagers thought, I use a lot of different metaphors for demons, different words, but they're all demons. They're all monsters. If the villagers thought these monsters wouldn't be able to complete this task, the beast's efficiency in step construction quickly terrified them. So they were, you know, again. They're like, oh, maybe we should have made 10,000 stairs. Yeah, maybe Whoops. we fucked up. Maybe we thought that was enough, but we forgot these are not mortal beings. We fucked this up. All right, as the monsters completed the 999th step, one villager carried out the citizenry's ultimate plan. Using the talents this life had given him, he produced the most convincing rooster call anyone must have ever heard, because upon hearing the crow of the cock, the demons panicked, fearing the sunrise, for, you know... Dark monster demon reasons. Plus, this was the challenge. They scattered, leaving their task uncompleted, and the villagers victorious. Some interpretations say when they heard the cock-a-doodle-doo, they just assumed the sun had already started to rise and that they had been defeated. Some telling the tale state that the bet was made to be completed before the first rooster crowed. So, of course, upon hearing the rooster crow and believing the villagers' trickery after hearing the the full rooster sound, their loss was already a given. So, of course, if the contest was before the first rooster crows, they see a rooster crow, it's like, well, fuck. Guess we lost. They're lost. They're out. Done. Toast. But, yeah. And just imagine the villagers, as it's getting close, as they're like, oh, it's a 990 step. Oh, 91st. And they're looking at the sky. They're not hearing any roosters. like, oh, shit. 995, (laughs) 996. Oh, my God. Hey, Jim, can you still do that that impression? (laughs) It's like, <clears throat> this Japanese man's named Jim, and he's like, yeah, I got it. <laughs> yeah, Jim's got it. Jim's got it. Uh-huh. And the demon's like, oh, no. <laughs> the sun's coming. Was that a rooster? Oh, man, that was a sweet cock-a-doodle-doo. Fuck. Again, all things that a demon probably would have said in that situation. Mm-hmm. 
Now, whatever their supernatural logic or terms of victory, these Oni departed, leaving the villagers safe and secure. Now, as I kind of mentioned, during my telling of that tale, I called these creatures a few different names. Demons, monsters, ogres, oni, Japanese term for demon or troll. The word yokai could also be used for these beasts, but they have a specific name. More specific than even that. Okay. Also, beasts like this type exist all over Japan, which the local regions they hail from, affecting specific, ah, with the local regions they hail from, affecting specific details about their characteristics. Local customs leave these, leave their imprint on each region's specific dudes. So, local regions have similar monsters that I'm about to describe to you, and each one kind of has its own local flair. Okay. Okay. All right, moving along. Now, Japan has been known to have harsh winters, and in ancient times, people would huddle around fires to stay warm. But Japanese culture values hard work and productivity, which meant that anyone who opted to sit around the fire and not do their part in helping the community or making something of themselves were considered lazy and useless. A side effect of sitting around the fire, you know, being lazy and useless, for an exorbitant amount of time was getting blisters on your hands and feet. Or... Pneumonia. That's what they called heat blisters on your hands and feet. If you okay. were just a layabout with nothing to do, this would be the ultimate sign of your terrible work ethic. So if somebody saw these on your hands and feet, they would just know that you're a lazy bum. The, yeah. That you're a loser, that you're a joke, you're worthless, which is not a good thing to be. Correct. All right. So the saying... Peeling off the blisters, or in the Akita dialect, is Namanihagi. We're sticking with that. And again, just that, that saying is a metaphor for being lazy. And the Namahagi, that term, is what gives the creature that we're speaking about its name. And this creature's name is the Namahagi. Okay. The good old Namahage. Now, Namahage. another possible... Namahage, absolutely. Another possible or mutual explanation for the Namahage is that it has to do with worshipping gods of the mountains. So I told you one story about the legend and the step building. Um, there's a few other things tied into it, and I'm going to kind of address those things right now. Kind of expand our breadth of knowledge about the Namahage. Another possible... Uh, or mutual explanation for the Namahagi is that it has to do with worshiping gods of the mountains, geological formations that the locals have a deep reverence for. But again, however it started, the Namahage of Oga Peninsula and Oga City has, over the potentially 2,000 years of its existence, taken on a life of its own, culminating in celebrations that occur every New Year's or later during the Namahage Festival of Oga City of Akita Prefecture in northeastern Japan, during February. So these creatures are tying in to a New Year's celebration. I figured, why not? It's topical. It's New Year. It's 2021. Mm-hmm. Let's welcome it in with the good old Namahage. Now, these days, the Namahage celebrates both New Year's because, of course, the 15th day of the lunar calendar, calendar year, calendricular year, is not the same, of course, as January 1st. But, um, you know, things have merged together. These days, the Namahage right. celebrates both New Year's. Our current Grigori 
12-month calendar New Year's and the Lunar New Year, and how can anyone be upset about this? More celebrations with the demons? Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Now, further tellings of the legend states that even though the Namahage admitted defeat, you know, about their step building, they couldn't get to that 1,000 step before we heard that cock-a-doodle-doo from our good buddy Jim, native of Oga Peninsula, Jim. Jim, yep. <clears throat> Jim, yep. They would return periodically to make sure humanity was behaving. It's children specifically. Hopefully. If you are a kid in northeastern Japan, you haven't acted like a little terror. Otherwise, you may find yourself in the grip of a namahage. But don't even think of looking to your parents for salvation, because it might shock you to learn that they were in league with the macabre mountain maniacs. Well, that's not good. No. So, yeah. Little team up. Hey. Teach my kid a lesson? Yeah. Let's get the... You and your demon buddies in here. All right. I got some... We can't attribute these to any specific Namahage, but Namahage have said these things. So I'm going to just give you some Namahage quotes that they are often known to say when they come back into town to judge the children. These are, of course, translated from Japanese. Mm-hmm. Are there any crybabies here? It's a nice question to ask. Yeah. Are there any naughty children in this house? Would be some of the things a man clad in Namahage costume would say after entering a home and targeting its children. Because the tradition of the Nagahage requires mortal men these days to dress up in Namahage garb and look like demons. So, to celebrate the new year, men dress up as demons and torment children at the behest of their parents. This is a good idea. Go ahead and, yeah, okay. I'm for this. I mean, I had I'm, nothing to do this New Year's, you know, so why not? I mean, Let me go into people's houses dressed up as a demon and yell at their kids. And, I mean, it sounds incredible. And in a way, I mean, as I was reading this, it only reminded me of this because, of course, we had just talked about it a few weeks ago about the... Uh, the Mary Lloyd. I mean, there's less mm-hmm. judgment. There's more partying with the Mary Lloyd. There's less moral judgment. It's more of just a thing, you know, um, yeah. to have fun kind of, you know, just, you know, have a little frightful good time and drink and be merry. But there's a, uh, there's a long line of, um, you know, critiquing the childs and judging their behavior. A lot of, a lot of judging going on here with the Namahage. So we're going to kind of talk about this guy. Okay. And... So we're gonna just, I just told you, you know, man dresses up as a Namahage. So how terrifying did these Namahages look? Because, again, a man clad in Namahage costume would say um, those things that I told you about before. Um, but he would enter children's homes and berate them. So how terrifying did these Namahages look? I mean, by all means, don't be afraid to do a Google search and just type in Namahage. Uh, N-A-M-A-H-A-G-E-S. I'm sure Google will take over once you get enough of that in there. But here are some descriptions of Namahage dress from namahageoga.akita.jp. Namahage go around carrying a large chopping knife. A debabocho. I may be pronouncing that wrong. In case I am, I apologize. 
but they carry around a large chopping knife to cut off the pneumonia. Pneumonia. Again, the blisters. In, sa- in some areas, mm-hmm. they also carry um, gofi, sacred wooden wands hung with paper streamers that symbolize their status as Shinto gods. So these things carrying around large chopping knives to cut off the blisters of lazy people. It's cool. Various materials are used for the Namahage mask, such as bark, excuse me, carved wood, and paper mache molded onto colanders. Nowadays, the masks are made of plastic or carved from wood by local craftsmen. Then there's a, a kide, a garment made of straw woven into a coat. This garment symbolizes the Namahage's divinity, as does the mask. It's also known as a kadashi, kende, or karamino. They also wear a habaki, shin guards made of straw. Wearing the guard symbolizes coming from another place. And also a horogutsu, snow boots made of straw to walk down from far away in the snow. Perhaps the it's a lot of straw. A lot of straws involved. Lots of straw. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, traditionally, a namahage would travel door to door interrogating children at the behest of their parents, with the parents providing specific talking points that the namahage would grill the kid on. Like, how's your schoolwork, or have you cleaned your room? While instilling fear and sure discipline in the next generation is a namahage's primary focus, not even adults are always safe. They Uh-oh. also harass, yeah, right? They also uh-huh. harass, don't, Just get don't the worry. Just kid, leave me alone. <laughs> like... No, don't worry, you are an adult male, so I'm pretty sure you'll be fine. You're okay. okay. Good. good. They have, you can, you're, you know, you can, so that kind of, you can assume who they like to target. They also harass newlyweds, making them confess all the evil deeds they have done. In the, I, evil deeds is in quotes. Evil deeds they have done <laughs> in their first full year all right, perverts. <laughs> yeah, what are you? <laughs> hey, what have you been doing? <laughs> As this this demonic creature questions you about your sex life, it's like, what? <laughs> have you been behaving? <sighs> Whoa, Namahage, jeez. I bet you haven't. You look naughty. Oh, you look real naughty. Quit looking at my wife like that, Namahage. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah, Get man, out of my who, house. Who invited you? <laughs> your parents. My parents were adults. <laughs> You're still their children. What? Lots of emphasis is put on the new bride to behave herself, to be loyal, and listen to her in-laws. Yeah. Cool. That sounds fun. (laughs) This sounds real fun. Mm -hmm. Oh. In all traditions, the Namahage acts boastful and violent and aggressive, acting really scary to get his point across. Do good or face his wrath. To send the Namahage away, they are expected... To feed him mochi and large quantities of sake. Uh, or mochi, it's a rice cakes and sake. So, you know, food and alcohol. It tends I'm liking to be how you, tri- how, oh, what you ahead. do with a lot of these people that show up to your house. Exactly. That seems Just to feed be a them, cool. Yeah. Get them drunk. And then send them on their way. To man, can you- do the, ne- <laughs> the same thing at the next house. Let's go. Can you imagine if you're the last house in this Namahage stop? How <laughs> wasted is this man? <laughs> Where is the children? through the door. Brave yourself. Have you been being nice to your husband? Listen to your mother-in-law. Oh, my God. He slurred every single word he just said. 
His like rice guard, his like a uh, straw starting to like fall off. He's just a su- disheveled, crazy creature. It's like, oh geez, man, <laughs> do you need an Uber? You gotta go home. <laughs> I will walk to the mountaintop. Okay. I All hope right. you don't trip her. Good luck. Get get there safely. Yeah. Right, yes. Yeah, so again, my next paragraph was literally like, look at this. Another tradition where people dress up as monsters, go door to door, and get fed treats. Again, in this case, rice cakes, and as always, alcohol. Now, this piece is from... Oh, really? Well, autocorrect is cool. Um, I don't know what website this was. That's frustrating. Oh, well. But I'm about to read you an excerpt from a website, and excuse the way it's written as it seems like a translation... Um, or it was not written by a native uh, English speaker. But, I mean, you'll appreciate what it emphasizes. So this is describing um, kind of the situation we were just kind of getting into. This is quote. Namahage Mm -hmm. likes liquor. He drinks it off when he has treated it. Namahage drink enormous amount of liquor in one night. The person who play a role of Namahage need to be a heavy drinker. In that respect, there are many heavy drinkers because Akita Prefecture is a well-known production area of rice wine, sake. Aramasa and Shirataki is famous rice wine made in Akita. So, the uh, a beneficial aspect that you should possess if you wish to be a Namahage is being a heavy drinker. So... Okay. There's that. There's that. <laughs> That's something you put on your your resume. Yeah. Heavy drinker. You underline heavy. You're heavy drinker. Very yes. heavy. Very oh, wow. heavy. It's I would okay. like. It. Loves rice well. cakes. <laughs> <laughs> Can I please no. dress up as a demon? <laughs> I mean, all that's right. that's basically all we got for you to do off your resume here. All it says is right, so. heavy drinker. That's all you wrote. (laughs) It's like, all right, well, here we go. All right. Nowadays, it's more of a communal tradition with open festivals where revelers and namahages gather together rather than welcoming namahages into your home. But this appears to be still done. So, I mean, you can, you picture this. Festivals, they come out, the namahages come out, do their thing, bring the kids, get them terrified, or you can invite some friend over and do stuff. Um, From namahage.co.jp. The festival begins with Chinkama Yunomai, a sacred Kagura dance particular to the area. This is followed by the dynamic Namahage dance and drums. Finally, 15 Namahage, 15 Namahage march down from the mountain bearing torches, bringing the night to its climax. Don't miss the sticky rice cakes passed out by the demons themselves. They are said to ward off disaster. The Namahage has become a local symbol. In 1978, it was deemed national, important, intangible folk cultural property in Japan. It's a long title, but it means it's got some cultural significance. In 2018, UNESCO classified Oga Namahagi as intangible cultural heritage. And speaking of that uh, 2018 classification, this is from UNESCO's website. Oga no Namahage, and this is the festival... Um, for the Namahagi, is an annual event celebrated in Japan in which visiting deities bless the people of a community. On the night of December 31st and January 15th, known as 
Kashugatsu, Little New Year, young men visit houses within the community disguised as a deity called Namahage, wearing a red or blue demon-like mask, raincoats made from straw with seaweed for hair and carrying a huge knife, bowl, and a holy guardian stick. The Namahage bless the people of the community, but also assume the role of maintaining order by preaching correct behavior and attitudes. When a group of Namahage enter a house, they scold children, preach to new brides, and admonish idlers. After a good dinner and hearty conversation with the homeowner, the Namahage pray for a happy new year and leave the next house. They are welcomed in every household except those that have experienced a death or birth within the year. So those will exempt you. Probably two situations you don't need a demon bursting and judging everyone. If someone passed away, if you just had a kid, like don't yeah, we don't need this right now. Oh, your baby's been it's just a baby, man. It hasn't please <laughs> Can you it leave it alone, please? Yeah. You smell back. like booze. <laughs> yeah, get away from my baby, you drunken demon. Come back when he's two. Yeah. Then you can do whatever you want. It's yeah, fine. then you can just scare him with your giant knife that you'll threaten to cut the blisters off of his lazy hands and feet. Oh my god. Yeah, so after a good dinner and hearty conversation with the homeowner, um, yeah. Oga no Namahage is based upon a Japanese belief that deities regularly visit human communities from the underworld. The Association for the Preservation of the Oga Namahage Ritual endeavors to transmit the knowledge and skills of Oga no Namahage by holding workshops on manners of Namahage and making Namahage costumes. In addition, the Namahage Museum and the Oga Shinzen Folklore Museum organize displays and lectures on the practice of Namahage. Now, there is a local museum which is highly regarded. I just mentioned it and focuses entirely on the Namahage. There's an entire Namahage Museum, which is, of course, the Namahage Museum in Akita, Oga, Japan. Now, while the tradition and festival only happens once or twice a year at this museum, you can attend a demonstration of the ritual year-round. So if, you want, if you're in Japan and you want a little taste and it ain't January or February, you can And have you a want a demon, demon, a man dressed as a demon, to show up and drink and party with you? Yep, basically, yep. Go yep, to the museum? I mean, go to the museum, yeah. Which, I mean... I'm going to read you a little bit about this from their website. A summary of the Ogishins and Folklore Museum's Namahage performance. Okay. And I mean... I'm sure it's more to about, it than what I just said. <laughs> I mean, there's it's more involved and there's more rituals and there's more traditions. Um, uh-huh. But I think you kind of have an idea where this is going. On New Year's Eve, Sakidachi, a man who helps the Namahage as they visit villagers' homes. So, you know, and I, I'm only comparing it to the uh, Mary Lloyd... Because, not because they're similar, it's only because, or one's better than the other, or one came first. We just talked about it first. And these are some similarities. Because you know how he would have, like, a handler? Because it might mm-hmm. be hard to uh, see through a horse skull? Well, the, uh, what was this? The, uh, the socket, where is that at? This guy's basically like his handler, you know? I mean, got a mask that helps him maneuver the realm of the living. Mm-hmm calls on each house to make sure that the family isn't mourning the passing of a relative or coping with the serious illness of a family member. He also asks if the family has experienced the birth of a child in the passing year. If any of the above things have happened in the past year, the Sakadachi and the Namahage move on to another house. If nothing has occurred to prevent the visit, he asks if the Namahage may enter. With the permission of the head of the household, 
several Namahage enter the house. The Namahage stomp around the house and eventually settle down near the fireplace, where they are served meals and sake. The Namahage begin to talk with the head of the household and ask about the harvest and the health of the older members of the family. The Namahage then inquire about whether or not the older members are being adequately cared for by the younger members and ask if everyone in the family worked hard or studied hard in the passing year. The Namahage warn that the head of the household warn the head of the household that they would be angry if someone in his this family was lazy, disobedient, or not working hard. The head of the household tells the Namahage that everyone in the family worked very hard over the last year and that no one was lazy. The head of the household reports that the passing year's harvest and reports about the passing year's harvest and asks the Namahage's favor for a good harvest in the coming year. The Namahage then promised to wish for another good harvest, as well as good health for the family. So, inquiring, laying, getting, getting a good gist of the family. Right, yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. getting ready to tear into the ones who have not been behaving. Then, one of the Namahage points out that, in fact, some members of the family are indeed lazy, because they did not even make the effort to come to the living room to greet their Namahage guests. The head of the household tries to convince the Namahage that none of his family members are lazy. To confirm this, one of the Namahage takes a book out of his pocket and begins to examine it. Since the Namahage see all that happens in the village from the top of the mountain, and because they record all of this information in their secret book, Namahage, you see know everything about the villagers. So he's got a little got a little book checking to see if you're naughty or nice. Yeah. Seems to be a common yeah. theme in all of humanity. <clears throat> sure does. So you better fucking behave yourself or the mountain demon's gonna come down and slice off your blisters with his giant knife. He sees you when you're sleeping. Oh my god. He knows <laughs> when you're awake. Uh-huh. And you better be awake. According to the book, the children did not study hard, nor did they adequately help their parents. The book also says that additionally, his wife did not do anything to discipline the children either. So now it's like, fuck you, wife. And the guy's like, uh oh. The Namahage raise their voices and decide that they will take the lazy children and their mother to the mountain. The head of the household apologizes and tries to calm the Namahage by giving them more food and sake. Again, the solution to all problems <laughs> involving these things. Uh, because mm-hmm. he does not want his children and wife to be taken to the mountain. Despite his efforts, the Namahage stand up and start to look for the children and their mother. The head of the household, so now like the chase is on, the head of the household increases their efforts to pacify the Namahage. He gives Moki rice cakes to them and promises to do his utmost to improve the attitudes of both his children and their mother. He begs the Namahage not to take his wife and children to the mountain this year. Finally, the Namahage tell the head of the household that they believe he is sincere about working to improve the attitudes of his family. Then, they instruct him on how he can call the Namahage back at any time by clapping his hands three times while facing the mountain, just in case the children and his wife do not listen to him. Well, that's a good trump card to have in your back pocket. Yeah, he's, yeah. you guys kind of pissed me off today. Just clap, I'm going to go clap at the mountain real quick. See if right, I can Namahage, get you taken away. Trevor's being a dick. <sighs> what? You know, I want some peace and quiet. Take his mother, too. Excuse me? Bye. (laughs) See you later. Bye.
Just in case the children and wife do not listen to him, of course, he can clap and call the Namahage back. The Namahage then leave the house, but warn that they will be back the following year. Now, with most monster stories, well, not most, but we like to when we have the chance, we would like to read sightings. But of course, I don't have any, you know, if a monster comes out, somebody sees something, I don't have any Namahage sightings to, uh, you know, to ramble off. But um, I do have some notable reviews of the museum trip and people's experiences from witnessing this festival. So okay. probably as close as we're going to get to documentations of some Namahage sightings, but this is what people visit in the museum. It's what they, what they saw and what they, how they felt. Mm-hmm. An excellent museum. Our guide had given us a translation of the dramatic reenactment in store for us when we entered the house. We had to remove our shoes and those unable to sit on the floor. We're able to stand at the back. So in case, you know, standing room only. At, after this realistic presentation of the New Year's Eve happenings in this part of Japan, we went into the main museum next door and, first of all, watched a short film showing a real occasion. The purpose of the visit from these ogres is meant to be educational, but the look of terror on the faces of the children was, in our opinion, upsetting. Within the museum was a wide array of costumes and masks, and at the entrance, you could see a craftsman making a mask. Also on this beautiful site is a Shinzen shrine, which is apparently a key aspect of the Namahage Sado Festival. Another one. This visit was one of the jewels of our trip to Japan. The story of the Namahage is fascinating, and the live show is excellent. Be sure to read the English handout before the show. The Namahages travel house to house on New Year's Eve asking the head of the household about crops and if his children are well-behaved. Whatever he says they have... Whatever... and Well, he asks if his children are well-behaved. And then whatever he says they have a book which details all the bad things the kids and lazy wives have done. I mean, it's <laughs> quite a raw deal here that we got going on with these wives, but I'm just going to keep on reading. Uh, they then try to tear them away from the family for punishment. While we were queuing, a Japanese man said that they had come to his village when he was a child and had so terrified him, he's never misbehaved in his life. Oh, oh. Wow. Ever? Yeah, ever. He's just like, nope, Namahage could get me. And huh. even though I know it's just the guy down the street, that man could still come find me and <laughs> teach me a lesson. <laughs> and he was belligerent. And he was so... We kept giving him sake, and surprisingly, I don't know if it solved our problem. I don't know if it solved our problem. <laughs> <laughs> he, he got way worse, and we just pushed him out of the house. <laughs> to the ne- to the neighbors. Yeah, dear. Hey, you deal with this guy. All right. Yeah, your what? turn. I mean... <laughs> Um, so while we were there, this is again back to the review. Um, while we were there, the city has a highly subsidized tour for a thousand yen, which included a train ride to Oga, including a very good bento box lunch, touring around all the Namahage sites and a delivery back to the cruise terminal. In my view, it would be a bargain at 100,000 yen. That guy was very impressed. I don't know what that equals in American dollars. So Let's just say that it's a good chunk of money. Let's just say that. I could um, mm-hmm. I could search it, but uh, I didn't do that. A, and I'm not. We'll just I'm, assume you know, it's a lot. A lot of money. That seems like a safe it's bet. It's a lot of money. Considering the tour was like a thousand yen, and he said it'd be a bargain at a hundred thousand yen. I think we can. Oh, you know, okay. Deduce. Mm-hmm. You know, could be a lot of stuff. All right. Another review. The museum tells about the mythical creature that is the Namahage, or the demon who searches for lazy, ill-mannered children and wives too. 
You can dress up as a Namahage. Oh. And have someone take your picture. Hell yeah. There are regularly scheduled performances in the museum's theater that explains about Namahage in narrative form. Plus a visit from two Namahage. The performance can scare little kids, especially those who grew up to fear the creature, but we attended with a bunch of second graders who squealed in both delight and fear. There is a casual cafe where you can order noodles and standard Japanese fare. A downside is that there does not seem to be much English language support, which, I mean, makes sense. It's in Japan. The fact they have that English book that you can read is pretty cool. Uh Uh-huh. Just like, read this book and then just have this man, these demon men come in and berate you. Incredible. (laughs) I I don't understand a word of this, but they seem angry. Yeah, they really, they're pointing (laughs) at me and they keep asking, I mean, they keep yelling, Saki, I don't, I didn't bring any with me. (laughs) What if I give this guy some yen and he can go, what if he, I'm, go buy some, it's on me. Go to the bar, get yourself some sake. Yeah. It's on me. I don't know, you could just walk around with it, so. But. These traditions about dressing up as creatures around Christmas and New Year's. Zach, this is a whole... Th- I mean, this needs to be combined here. And I know this is not... We, we are we li- we're living in an environment currently where we cannot be around people. But I think everybody should get their fucking shit together so we can celebrate Yule, Christmas, the Solstice, and New Year's Eve like this next year. I'm just saying. Just one massive two-week holiday. Where you this just show up dressed in different for. attire. Different attire. Somebody gets to be, you know, this. Somebody's that. I mean, everybody's, I mean, I, or maybe not. Maybe we just do it anyways and everybody's wearing masks, so it's fine. A lot of masks just, involved. Just a masquerade. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. Maybe take it into some public areas. Maybe have masked parades as these monsters get people. I just want this to be on people's radar. I want mm-hmm. these creatures to be things people are aware of. Um, so in conclusion, the Namahage is an awesome tradition. That is another example of how dressing up as a monster during the New Year's is a great way to plan for a better future, reflect on the past, and enjoy food and drink with your community. I mean, he does not seem dissimilar to the concept of a Krampus. I'm just saying. Seems pretty similar. And I'm, and I'm not saying the Krampus is the European version of a Namahage or vice versa. All I'm mentioning is that Humans totally removed from each other come up with these same ideas and these same concepts that are all incredible. And when it comes to a modern era, I think we just need to see more of these. These need to be around. I agree. Can we make this happen? Bring back the demons and the monsters. Freaking happen. That are throwing back the demons. Taking them to the mountains, throwing them in rivers. Let's just let it rip. Yeah, we got some. Just let them all rip. And I mean, the uh, Chinese New Year celebrations, of course, we've talked about the, um, oh man, what was that guy's name? I was just going to talk about him, now I forgot his name. Uh, oh, ignorant. Uh, I wouldn't have mentioned him if I knew I was going to forget his freaking name. How embarrassing. The Nian. There all I can go. think is, oh, the Nian. I was thinking of, uh, what was it, the, the cat and the rat? For the uh, Chinese New Year's. Uh oh. I lost connection. If you can hear me, I have a bad connection. I don't know if you can hear me. Are we back? 
I was going to say, are we back? Holy crap. That sucks. Well, there's a nice long unnecessary pause. All right. Um, yeah, go ahead. What were you what were you saying? Uh, before we lost connection there, I was thinking of the story with the cat and the rat with the Chinese uh, calendar stuff, the year, year the rat, yes. and year the cat story stuff. Yes. That we talked about Man, in a previous episode. Yes. Absolutely. I gotta go back and listen to that one. That's a good thing everybody should do. Go back and listen to War on the Nian. Listen to his cool adventures. They're they're good. Faster for the time, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Dressing up as monsters for two weeks sounds incredible. Yeah. All I did was wear sweatpants instead. Yeah, that's not as cool. Don't you want to wear it's a wooden mask cool. and yeah. get drunk and berate children? Yeah. I'm in. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, I'm signed up. Yeah. I mean, all of it sounds... Next year, I mean, this, when the nephews yeah. come over, I'm going to be wearing wooden masks and just yell at them the whole time. Incredible. They're going to love it. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> yeah, you can have your magical books so you came from the mountains. You've been watching them yeah. all year. Like, what have you been doing? Yeah. <laughs> And the book, you turn the pages, it just says, like, naughty, naughty, over and over mm-hmm. again. Like, in real demented writing. Like, this is what it says. This is what I wrote down. Not behaving yeah. yourself. But you know what would make me change my mind? Do you have any rice cakes and alcohol? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this, this book was written in, in pencil. I could just erase all these things if you got enough of that, those treats, those food and drinks there. Yeah. It's weird how that that could uh, change pretty quickly yeah. here if you ply me with enough snacks and beverages. Yeah, and all of a sudden you you know wow you're getting nicer and nicer the more I drink this sake. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, now I'm gonna go bother the neighbors. What? Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm done. Yeah. What the yep. fuck? <laughs> Drunken man arrested, dressed like demon. <laughs> Going from house to house. He just showed up and kept berating my wife. I don't know. He'd say, he kept <laughs> saying she was not doing a good job, and he kept asking for a sandwich. I don't know if that's he part of the He kept asking position. about the crops. She works in marketing. I, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't do anything like that. Just... <laughs> he wanted my livestock. We don't do that here. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> well, the uh, yeah, the Namahage is a cool guy. Yeah. We need more of that. Yeah, I'm all for it. Let's do it. All right. We got things to plan for, guys, in 2021. Yeah. Weird and Feared's Festival of Monsters. Oh, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Gotta make it happen. Gotta make it happen. You heard it here first. Don't know where else you would have heard yep. it because we're doing it, so, you know. I mean, uh, I don't know. Things to plan for. Yep. But yeah, I was I was glad I came across that creature. Everybody yeah, needs to get to work in their costumes. Yeah, right? Um, yeah, if, you, uh, if you're excited about dressing up like a Namahage next year and celebrating or dressing up as a monster and going door to door and consuming... Um, intoxicants of your your choice or whatever you're given. Again, New Year's trick or treating, 
Christmas trick-or-treating. Come on, guys. Winter trick-or-treating. That's what that is. Uh, Email us at Mm -hmm. weirdandfearedpodcast at gmail.com. Support us on the Patreon, patreon.com slash weirdandfeared. Support us any way you feel fit. And then find us on the social medias, on those socials. We're there. We're on them. Yep. We're there. Badass. Doing stuff. Doing the stuffs. Stuffs are coming, too. Get ready for the stuff. Hashtag stuffs. Yep. Hashtag stuff. Yep. And uh, stay spooky. Oh, yeah. Stay spooky. Stay spooky.